0: My job.
1: It is your job. Do your job. (sighs) Fuck. Question, bitch. Yeah, whatever. You can go fuck yourself. (laughs)
2: Dude, you want to know the best comment on this? It says, it seems Henry played so often with these cheats off stream that he failed to know the spawn boxes had gone active in his game. <laughs> when uh, the amount of games I play off stream is so minuscule because I'm playing like 12 games on stream a day. It's like, do they really think I have a secret account? Yes, that's, like, yeah, yes, yes they rated? do. They certainly do,
1: Henry. They, they will make up whatever if they I, possibly want just to defame you. <laughs> if i play i literally just stream <laughs> like,
0: i i don't do people not understand that the players just sit down and play like 10 hours of dota and then
2: they're fucking done like yeah.
0: that's how it. that's how it works you know
2: well because a lot one thing i realized that actually made reddit make a lot more sense that i forgot to say i think a lot of these people have quit the game or don't play anymore so they yeah. forgot what it was like to be toxic or rage because for them it's like strange and foreign to them because all they do is watch streams and programs and they forgot what it's like to actually play the game and like feel the emotions all that stuff so when they see you do it it's like alien to them and then also really makes them mad
0: oh my god dude i got uh are we live
1: by the way uh yeah i just need to okay well it doesn't 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 matter um
0: but i i was uh when i was casting uh king's cup i was uh there was like a bunch of casters watching me play and uh one of them, damn, I never, Danaly, she, she she's from SEA. She's like a host slash caster from SEA. And she was like, she was like, man, Jenkins, you're being so toxic. And she was unironically saying it. But what I was doing is I was holding my mic and was my team. I was like, fucking get them, fuck them in the pussies. Fucking let's go, let's go. You know what I mean? Like I was just, yeah, I was just being funny, kind of hyping them, hyping them up. Like obviously being vulgar, but it wasn't, it was, it wasn't like, I, I wasn't shitting on the enemy team in all chat. I wasn't like shitting on my team. I was literally just hyping them up. But to somebody who doesn't play high-level Dota, that is toxic to them. Like, they don't get that there's so much emotion, and uh, what's the word that we always passion. use? Passion. Passion, yeah. There's pa- Urgency. Passion. Urgency. There's a lot of urgency, yeah, urgency involved urgency, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, whenever I play on the Divine Smurf, I'll get sometimes games with like Ancients, and I'll be like, I can't come bot, I can't I, you know, I'm going, I'm going, i going, go, go, fucking kill him, you know, that sort of thing. And yeah. then they're like, they're like, dude, relax, like, don't yeah. yell at me. And it's <laughs> what the fuck? Like, dude, I'm communicating to you my status in the game. Like, if you play competitive and you don't communicate like that, you're fucked. Because people aren't going to You have to make
1: decisions you. in, like, 0. 0.5 seconds. Otherwise, you lose the game all exactly, the time. Exactly,
0: exactly. So, like, if you put an urn on an enigma, for example, you fucking shout that at the top of your lungs. Because that's important. That's really important. That can be the game when you fight right there. But it yep. needs to be communicated.
1: All right, so... We have some. I'm gonna go ahead and roll the intro. Wait, wait. Let me get this. Let me get the stream up because uh, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go ahead and roll the intro. All right, that's cool. And Whatever. We can, so... we can introduce Henry. Just, just ignore me. That's and fine. Henry can cool. introduce himself. Um, is the stream is the stream
0: up? What's going on? I don't yeah, see it here. It is up. You're gonna need to link it to me there, bud. God. Come on, come on, big boy. Come on. Uh, the there YouTube it.
2: stream?
0: Yeah. Oh, there it is. Cool. Okay. So, hey, guys. Uh, you put some questions
1: in chat because uh, we don't have enough questions. All right. Here we go. Uh, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. This is Donnie, aka Elevated, joined by Jenkins. And we are joined by Henry, as you might know him, Rod Dota. He's going to be joining us as a guest on this episode, episode 26 of Alchemy Answers. We're going to be taking questions from the chat and our patrons as well. Anything you want to know about Dota? And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get it rolling, boys. Oh, I suppose we should probably let our guest introduce himself because most people know who I am. Most people know who you are at this point, at least on this of channel. Of course they do. Maybe not in the world, but uh, Henry, who are you? um they don't know the infamous
2: big farting that's their problem well, <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm a streamer on twitch.tv slash henry i'm trying to be a high mark player uh it's working out okay so far
0: hey getting there man i saw yeah. your rank
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah rank good. 300 280 something like that and i've run a youtube channel called youtube.com slash raw dota where it's like a mixture of basically everything but i'm just trying to show people my experience in dota and maybe teach people from that
1: yeah, I'm gonna and have to you cut you off it. there. Uh You can't promote your own shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you'd have, to, you'd have to. That's all attention. I'm fucking here for. I gotta leave now. Come on. If, if you have any like
0: Dota Plus sets or, or points, you could trade us that for like we're struggling to pay rent, honestly, just how Dota Alchemy is going and how Game Leap is going. Yeah. So if you pay us some Dota Plus gold, that is, you know, that's ideal.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, well I have a hundred thousand actually, so okay. that's worth that's a good. lot in Both. USD, right? True. Yeah, for sure.
0: It's like a one-to-one ratio. <laughs> <It's
1: like> a... <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So, uh, yeah, give us some, uh, give us some Dota questions, chat. All right. So we have a question from, uh, Zeebus,
0: who's a, a stream viewer, uh, Dota alchemist questions and alchemist. Uh, so he says, can you try and explain the Z axis stacking of creep camps? I never knew the Z axis existed until I saw somebody get Mars speared over the arena because of Kunkka like Torrent or something like that. You wanna cover that one, Henry? You're, you're a Kunkka player?
2: Yeah, I mean, so you're saying like when they're in the air, right? Yeah, yeah. when they're in the air. I'm not sure every spell that does it. I think the two that I know for sure are Lion and Kunkka, right? doesn't oh,
1: lion, nix lion does pale? does i'm pretty sure right?
2: Nixon. i'm pretty sure lion does as well i'm not 100 i know i do i do it personally with kunkka um i usually just look at the stun duration of kunkka i believe it's 1.6 seconds because that's the one i'm definitely most familiar with and so that during that stun duration if the creeps are in the air and i think it might not even be the full stun duration it has to be the peak so something like half the stun duration um then the creeps will spawn behind it so i usually wait till like 58 and a half seconds on the minute and then use the torrent and then it works almost every time. It has I think to be it, like
1: at that moment they have to be like at yeah, the Yeah, they peak. have
2: yeah, at the spawn moment they have to be roughly at the peak because it's hard to visualize what the actual peak I think, is. I think right. the
1: reason that it
0: has to be in the peak is because if you go into like the uh what's it called? Reforge? No, that's the Warcraft three editor. Whatever. If you go if you go into the uh editor for for source two, the camps actually have dynamic so, like height spawn box like some of them are taller than others mm-hmm. so technically speaking some of them you could torrent and then halfway through the torrent it would work but i think yeah. for like the really tall ones you need to hit it at the at the top which is uh kind of nuts it's That because actually all
1: the models are 3d so they exist in 3d space right because source
0: because yeah. source 2 is a, th- a three-dimensional engine of course because i think with counter strike is in it right so yeah
2: so that actually explains an inconsistency I've found. So the best to do this with Kunkka is Radiant, because the Ancient side on Radiant is reachable with your Torrent while laning, and it's not reachable when you're Dire. So Kunkka on Radiant is just inherently better than on Dire for that reason. Um, but the one thing I noticed is the some of the other camps that aren't the Ancients seem to be really inconsistent compared to the Ancients, which seem far more consistent. So that might be the, a
1: reason why. Interesting.
0: Uh, okay so another question is uh do you guys have a delay on this stream uh henry if you want to cover that one <laughs> <laughs> uh, no we 25 don't minutes <laughs> we, we don't we don't have a delay uh what do you think about dragon knight at the moment so he says offlane position three but i'm interested in what you think about dk mid henry because mm-hmm. i kind of My bias six
1: K one. You
0: want to just okay, okay. We'll 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 we'll, we'll cover that after because I mean this this guy was bullied me in high school, so I'm just ignoring him. But you can bring it up. So that's fine. Um. So yeah, what do you? uh, I guess I guess as offlane position three, I I would personally prefer an offlane position three DK as opposed to like a mid DK. Uh, maybe it's just like anecdote from pubs that I've been feeling lately. But I feel like a lot of the mid heroes are super um like high tempo. They're kind of like running around killing people fighting uh in general like you know ember spirits and stuff like that i really feel like dk is not great in that role but i don't know if you need a tower pusher and you need a uh, a stunner dk is not bad but he's not he's not like a 1v5 like fucking owns you skill based mid hero which a lot is a, a lot more what people are favoring right now so i think as a position three it's probably decent but once again only if you don't need to be the hero that's pressuring and you need tower push
1: He's also uh, he relatively stops. bad against some of the popular carries and meta heroes at the moment. Like, yeah, like Monkey Sealer King, Monkey Life King, Sealer, yeah. OD, destroys him. I
2: think what I've seen from Dragon Knight is he needs to have cores and supports that kind of are sufficient in that tempo role. Watching Virtus Pro um, play the Dragon Knight, they ran it with like Jug, Shaman, and Disruptor heroes that can basically just kill people all over the map yeah, and the the pressure towers for him um and he's a little bit slower paced so he just groups up with those heroes and has heroes like have a lot of catch and
0: are you playing as like kind of a frontliner and then have, yeah, yeah.
2: Su- have supports
0: that can like benefit from having a big tanky guy running in and stunning people yeah that makes sense
2: yeah i also think generally speaking i think dk is a hero that's inherently better almost always in competitive games than in pubs just because agree, yeah. it's yeah. a teamwork oriented hero for the most part
0: yeah i i completely agree i was i was about to say i think for pubs like the hero has fallen off quite a bit um, but for but for competitive, I think it's probably maybe like 90% of what it was before, if not exactly the same. Uh, just because it's so much better with the team.
1: Yeah, we need to make that video this week, by the way, which is which, like which one? heroes that the pros play that you shouldn't play in pubs.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Wisp. That's a good one. Wisp.
2: Wisp.
1: Wisp. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually, maybe new Wisp is okay.
2: I've been playing some Europe, and there's actually some pretty good Wisp players, I've noticed. Oh, yeah, new servers Europe?
0: Europe loves wisp. I would say Coddle is one of the ones that if you're not playing in like high rated pubs, yeah, like I, I, I honestly think at the very least for the, the audience that watches on YouTube, which is like, you know, 3 to 4k, maybe 5k, you don't, you want supports that have control rather than like good supports. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think you want a lich unless you really need like team fight or the physical reduction. Like, unless it's a really high impact hero, you want to have heroes that can scale to be core because you just want control over the game. And your team's not going to work with you ever, so you need heroes that just do it on
1: their own. Like just plus, if you're playing control. Coddle and you're fucking blasting the wave, your offlaner is just going to literally. They're going to be feeding. mad. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to freak out and just start feeding yeah. or something. Yeah.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't work. But yeah. but in competitive, I think Coddle's a fucking beast. Like yeah. Coddle's amazing. It's a great hero. It's been good for a long time. Yep. Okay, hey guys. I am six K MMR. I'm currently practicing support for my team. That's a good MMR. Uh, I don't feel like I have enough impact or Making enough impact in high level games, any tips? So, I'm assuming in high level games, you mean like when you queue into uh top you know 500 players, something like that. Because in the in the, the mortal bracket, I don't know if you can like uh confirm this or not, Henry, but there's like there's three brackets there's like the top 100 games where it's basically all the best players, all the pros, uh, there's like the top 500 games where everybody's pretty good, and then there's like the divine slash top 1000 games, and those are kind of shit. But yeah. they're, they're okay. They're okay, depending on if you, if you get Smurfs or whatever. Um, so I'm assuming what you're saying is you're queuing into the probably top 500, top 100 games, because people there are actually quite good. And uh, I can say that in those brackets, there's a fucking massive difference between what you need to do. Like, I, I noticed, Henry, you're playing a lot of support in, like, the high, high-rated games, but yeah. you just, like, style on people in mid. Maybe you could, like, elaborate on why you're doing that.
2: Well, right now, my, my name in-game is literally Position 5. Uh, please <laughs> commend me or something like that. Because um, I'm really enjoying right now when uh, it gets late in NA. It gets like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Uh, the games get really bad. So I go play EU and I support there because sometimes it's hard to oh. play my favorite heroes mid. And my win rate on support in EU is like 80%, 90% right now. I'm doing really well with that. So yeah, um, I think the going back to the impact question, because I'm... Um, focus mainly on that the biggest thing for me that i do to try and have an impact on support is i visualize kind of all the timings in the lanes and the way people are going to play on the game at the start of the game and try and visualize some sort of um formula i can come up for go lane to lane depending on when each matchup or each hero is strong in the game so like i understand that i can't really impact certain lanes until i have like certain spells on the sport like bane Alti. i can't there's certain heroes i can't impact so Um, For example, I had Alchemist versus Lina in a match last night. So level two, after I guaranteed my safe lane was winning, I got to kill my safe lane. I just went and camped the Alchemist mid and just hit him 100 times. And his lane was just ruined. And then I warded his jungle because that's his fallback plan. And so I managed to impact two lanes. And then I ganked the enemy safe lane when I was six because I couldn't impact that lane as a bane until I had my ulti. So I kind of try and visualize at the start how I can impact each lane at each time individually and then try and work like a path in my mind how i can get to a point in the game where i've impacted all three lanes because i think the laning phase is absolutely the most imperative part to impact the game as a support player
1: yep 100 as as also a support player obviously i'm not a high level player like you guys but i do definitely have um those games where it becomes almost just like a natural flow of what you should be doing and like that's that's when you feel like you really have the impact is you're like okay I need to be in this lane uh, until this particular point. And then once I have either like my second stun or like my extra nuke or something like that, then I actually have kill potential in this other lane. And then I can make a sojourn to there. And at the same time, because I've already impacted the first lane that I've had that I was in, I can now give them sort of an acceleration boost because now they're going to not only have won the lane already, but then get solo experience on top of that. Um, And then that's sort of like, It's, I don't know, supporting is really about knowing when to be where and why you should be there and then when you should not be somewhere also because that's a huge part of, like, one of the biggest mistakes you see in lower-level supports is that, like... because there's two different types of supports, right? There's the people who are playing support because they have to and they're pissed about it and then they're not really going to do a supporting job. And then there's the people who, like, actively want to play support because either they don't want to fight for roles or they're trying to just, like, be a good support player. And most of them try too hard to be supports. And so they literally stay in the lane the whole time. They, like, pull the creeps around all the time because they're, like, trying to harass too much and, like, aggro the creeps onto them, which pushes the wave and shit. And then they're, like, pulling the wi- they're pulling the creeps under your tower and like doing all this stuff. Like they're trying too hard to support and they don't know when to fuck off and like go somewhere else to give you soul experience yeah. or when the lane's too hard.
0: Yeah. I, th- I think, I think um in general, the, er- in the the early game is like the early game is all that really matters as a support. Once, once the early game is over, you're kind of like a ward bitch and just a regular hero. You're going to show up to every fight. Yeah. Uh, and spellcasting fight.
1: and fights is super important on support.
0: Spellcasting so. is important, but I think like the first 12 to 15 minutes as a support is so exponentially more important than any of the other roles that yeah. you need You need to look to... Having a formula is incredibly important for this because otherwise there's no way you're going to miraculously um, think of these things as they're happening. You need to think of them in advance. But basically, you should like look to combine timings, I think. Like, uh, you know, five minutes, bounty rune spawn. So you can go fight the bounties, do a smoke rotation, ward the mid lane, and then also ward the... Uh, you know, maybe ward the safe lane before you leave and then ward the shrine. Like, if you can combine things where you get a rune, you go for a gank, and then you make a lane rotation such that, you let's say you have a Juggernaut, you're you're, uh, playing in the lane with a Jug, Jug doesn't need you there, all of a sudden you're useless in that lane. So what do you want to do? You want to go to the top lane now and pressure there. So instead of just going the moment that that's true, maybe wait until the top laner gets level 6, if it's like 30 seconds away, or if the bounty runes are 30 seconds away, or a rune spawn is 30 seconds away, then basically what you can do is wait for that to happen and then combine those power spikes so you have the highest chance of just getting a lot from that rotation. And then worst case scenario, probably one, of the, one or two of those things that you intended on doing will happen, like you'll get a bounty, maybe you won't get a kill, but you'll make the lane rotation that you want. Because in general, I would say that lane rotations should not happen, Based on, like, oh, I want to kill this guy. It's yeah. more so, like, where do you not want to be on the map? That's one thing in competitive that, um, like, lane rotations are not about kills. They're about changing your orientation on the map such that you have an advantage somewhere. Um, because, like, if you have a jug bot that's free farming and doesn't need help, then you can gain an advantage on the map and have more efficiency than them if you just put yourself somewhere else. So you may as well try to go for a kill, but it's not about the kill, basically.
1: Yep. All right. Totally. I fell behind in the questions a little bit, but that's all right. Uh, Jorge sent me a question, which I sent to you on Discord. I want to read that one.
0: I feel that I am much higher MMR with 4 heroes than with the rest. That is probably, actually that's not even probably true. That is true. Um, Maybe 3, though. As I climb, I I feel like I'm pressured to branch out. Any advice dealing with the anxiety and actually improving my hero pool? Well, my advice for dealing with the anxiety would just be to go Dota buff Miracle. Go Dota buff uh, Mind Control to buff all the top players and see that they're literally playing like two to three base heroes and then sometimes branching out, but it's only occasionally.
2: Let's be careful, though. The top players are non-liquid these days, so...
0: That's true. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on, dude. One bad tournament? The
1: the top pub players, let's put it that way. Our boys in blue.
0: Yeah, they're they're still... Okay, look at crit. Look what crit's picking. It's fucking troll every game. At least when he got top one in Europe, he was literally picking troll in every single game. He does... He's not even a, a core player, he's a support player.
1: Yeah, he, he played he, he played like exclusively troll and like Earth Spirit. Or like that's a just, month or something like that's that.
0: That's just how it is. Like the better and better you get, the better your opponents are gonna get. So this is what I always say to people when I'm coaching in offlane. It's like the the way you went off lane is literally this. You pull the lane back somehow by pulling the second wave uh with a hero or pulling a creep camp to the sec the third wave. You pull the lane back to in front of your tower. You bully them into their tower and push it. You pull. You bully them into your tower. You push it. You pull. You literally do that until you have an advantage. You dive them. You take the tier one. Your tier one's still alive. You go to the tier one bot. You fucking win. That's literally off lane. But the thing is, the better people get at Dota, the better they will get at contesting you in doing those actions. So you need to be smarter about doing those actions. And I don't fucking remember at all why I was saying that, but that's how you win the off lane there, guys.
1: Yeah, that has nothing uh, to do with what was, like heroes you should pick. Well, what was, oh, right, okay, 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 the,
0: okay. I remember. Thanks for bringing me back. Thanks for bringing. You know, I was just making a joke. I actually remembered. I don't forget things like that. I'm not an idiot like you, Donnie. But now, <laughs> I, so now I remember. Uh, basically, what I'm saying is that the better people, the better people get that you're playing against, the better they're going to get at like, contesting you with these things. So you need to know hero specific actions that are going to you know, help you have an advantage in in those lanes. Like, the, the minor things matter a lot more, the better you get, is basically what I'm saying. Like, people will make one or two mistakes in a game that can... That if if a Tier 1 player is playing against you, and you make one mistake, you will fucking lose the lane. Make one mistake against Sumail, and you will, you will be level 7 when he's like 12. He will fucking pressure you so hard. And th- that, that's just the thing. So if you're Ancient, it's the exact same way to win the offlane as if you're Archon. It's just that people will be better you can make more mistakes against Archon players. And that's why you literally cannot, like at a certain point, no matter how good you are, if you want to compete with the best of the best and you want to get better and better, you have to specialize. Because there's no way to know all of this extremely nuanced information about every single hero. It's just not possible.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, you Mm -hmm. really need to know all the interactions on a few specific heroes. Otherwise, you're just going to get abused. Sure. because like
0: if you miss one side camp pull when you shouldn't in a lane against good players you will be done like the game is actually over if you if you have a specific laning setup against another specific lane and they're level 3 when you're level 2 because you didn't get the side camp pull off because you fucked it up or because you didn't use your spells correctly earlier to keep them at low HP so they couldn't come contest you that can be the, that can literally be the game so if no matter how high you get that's going to be true anyway let's what's, uh what's what's, the, what's this next question did I miss any, Thawne? Uh No,
1: I don't think so. Uh, there's, there's just some right.
0: in chat. Is it bad that I give the enemy team all of the wards and feed their carry? Uh, no, if you think that you have a higher chance of just winning the next game. Uh, intentionally feeding
2: is perfectly acceptable.
0: <laughs> okay, no, you shouldn't do that. Uh, do you bad. think DP is well in this patch versus Sniper or other mid-heroes? I mean, I think DP's decent. Um, I'd say Sniper in particular is actually good against DP, though.
2: Yeah. I would say within the context of the game, there's some things you can do as DP to play pretty well against Sniper. For example, popular builds we're seeing now. Yeah, Blink for sure, mid-late game, like second, third item. Atos also seems pretty good. Um, Contextually, like maybe four staff, depending on if that's actually a good item for the game. Basically, you have to emphasize the mobility aspect of DP because otherwise catching snipers can be really hard. As for the lane, snipers very low in damage, high in attack speed. So itemizing extra stats to be able to withstand his kind of harass and then playing on top of the creeps um allows you to deny really well and then also just nuke for last hits so play much closer proximity to the creeps and win the lane through last hits and denies and kind of circumvent her his harass with more stats and more regen and that's an easy way to win that lane and then Would from there on show from the ability lane
1: into his yeah base, for sure and just kind of right
2: admittedly sniper's tower. gonna a good sniper I, I see all sorts of skill builds on sniper i think in in any kind of lane where they can shove it into your tower you should max shrapnel if you're sniper for sure yeah um but nonetheless i've seen any kind of skill but if he doesn't skill shrapnel for sure because he has no sort of counter push it's a lot easier to deny under the enemy's tower than it is you know in the middle of the lane for sure because his ability to use shrapnel to harm you while you're trying to deny is he's not going to do it on his own tower right so
1: yep
0: I, I don't know i just i kind of feel like in general just shoving the mid lane and in in jungling is like almost always the play like shove the mid lane yeah. and, and get a rune, or shove the mid lane and in, in,
2: in jungle you almost always should be pushing the mid lane. Almost yeah. always. Which is crazy. a circumstances.
0: You know, two to three years... Or like maybe even like one to two years ago, it's like, what are you doing shoving the mid lane? You're giving him free XP. But the creeps... The river is so small in the mid lane and the towers are so close together that it's fucking bouncing between the towers anyway. And then you yes. just can't get ganked if you're not there.
2: Yeah. yeah. And more important, if you shove in the lane, that almost always gives you the level advantage. And those odd levels, particularly for a lot of mid matchups typically mean kills, if not huge pressure. Um right. if you're if you're on an odd level and the enemy's on an even level, say your Fiend versus Lena, for example, and you're yeah. level three and he's level two, that's a huge thing that you can leverage and just snowball off of that if you're the one pushing the lane in.
0: Yep. And I, I think I think like if you if you watch, you know, something like I mean just in competitive in general, if you if you get a level before another hero does, um, particularly I mean I, I don't have no idea what the mid lane, but particularly in like the side lanes for the longest time for like six months basically the game was just trying to get level two first and then yeah. fucking killing your opponents in the side lanes
2: that was the glyph that was the patch where you would glyph at level one
0: right exactly sure.
2: and people exactly. would just get level two and glyph under the tower and you just lose the lane if you want they, they,
0: they actually had to nerf like they changed it so level level uh, one to two isn't as it was like w- much larger to get the the earlier levels much larger experience that you need because it was just the entire game being determined by who gets level two first is pretty fucking stupid but uh it's still it's it is still really important it's just it's just harder to abuse but that's why the offlane in particular has boiled down to like you always pull the second wave or pull the third wave with the hard cam like every game you watch vp they'll pull They'll pull the second wave unless they have like a completely high pressure lane or something like that just because it's like we'll get level two first and then we fucking kill you like the game just gets a thousand times easier
1: yep uh here's a what's question the best okay oh you're gonna say what's Whatever. the best way to stop bounty hunter popping off in the early game oh maybe you interrupted me so you'll never know it you was know? what you're gonna say oh, okay. if you guys
2: know what you're teaching me because that hero is out of control right now
1: yeah bounty fix,
2: hunter's nuts
1: Pick spirit breaker
2: that's not a bad one, still though. Bounty's impact in the lane is just tremendously superior, to, like a spear breaker.
0: Yeah, yeah. Bounty, bounty is stupid. The amount of gold that that hero steals at the end of the game, tracks the fact that he basically scales to become a core with like pseudo core items. Vlad spear vessels. He he can actually just run in the back, solo killing like. They really,
1: really, really need to change it to him having hundred percent crit on track. It just doesn't make any sense why they added that to the game
2: yeah more importantly he can just go saw any ore item and then a bkb and he's literally a hard carry that's yeah. really real that's hey speed yeah, with a yeah. bkb yeah it's really dumb this speed this speed
0: the speed is what fucking gets me off he's like not so fast not in a good, not in a good way unless i'm flying it. it then it you know off then it gets you off later. yeah yeah then it gets me off but it's just like he gets level 6, and this fucking cocksucker is just... Well, I'm not supposed to swear in on this one. God damn it, I'm sorry, Donnie. But this <laughs> cocksucker is running around at haste to moon speed, and he has, like, 12 armor. So if you get to hit him twice, and then it's like you're tickling him. It's like if, you're, if your entire team is hitting Bounty Hunter, he just his stats are so good, it's like you're pecking... It's like a thousand chickens just pecking at him. You know what I mean? It's nothing. It's like he doesn't care. It's just tickle. It's just ticklish. Which brings us to... runs away from you.
2: This brings us to what's actually really good against him and it's basically high mobility heroes with magic damage so i really do like ember spirit i think is a really good one against bounty hunter
0: oracle um, is really good too purge the track you can put the q on him high magic damage i see oracles killing bh a lot
1: i would say legion's probably pretty good against bounty hunter because you don't really care about him trying to trade with you in lane so much and then you can like, purge, and you can still just kind of lock him down. To it's some pretty extent. good,
0: although, although the only issue is, like, pur- you're purging track with, like, a long cooldown ability that you use to also heal. Like, with Oracle, yeah. it's... I think Oracle's more, like, it's it's spammy, and then or- also Oracle is... I've seen so many Oracles just, like, you QE and then E the BH, and then he's at 20% HP and, and uh, Shackled, and it's, like, a lot easier to kill him, but with that being said, he fucking still has, like, a 53% win rate as the second most picked hero in Dota, which is Absolutely unacceptable, and this is a high rate of game. So like he's getting first picked and countered, and he still has this high win rate.
1: Yeah, exactly. Totally,
0: totally unacceptable.
1: It needs to be nerfed. In theory, Slark would be good against him, but Slark is just so terrible as a hero right now. So
2: yeah, and the thing is, you can't the four bounty or three bounty are always in that lane just creating the Slark, and exactly. Slark's just so fragile.
0: That's the dumb thing about it. Is like
2: the the gold
0: steel mechanic just adds such a weird dynamic to the game where like I've seen teams run bounty against timbersaw it's like not because you can kill the timber although they did in the game somehow because timber was feeding but and this was a competitive game might have been vp but they 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 just had the bounty steal from because timber wants to just tank up and run in the front but Bounty just constantly stealing gold from him it's like od stealing int except with gold and then eventually <laughs> get a spirit vessel because you're constantly stealing gold from him yeah. it's like bounty wants bounty wants you to be tanky because he wants to just keep hitting you it's like you man up on him he steals gold from you it's right, fucked yeah. Actually, one last thing about bounty. One big reason I think bounty's broken right now is because gold has been nerfed like everywhere. Like, creeps get barely any gold. Midas has been nerfed over and over and over again. Bounty can get the the track gold uh, while fighting. Like you're you're not having this shitty Midas that's been nerfed. You're not farming creeps which has which have been nerfed over and over again. Like you're just exactly. doing regular bounty things fighting, and then you get old Dota gold in this new Dota where less people have gold, and everybody who's building Midas is because of that. But Bounty's just the fucking same for some reason.
2: I was actually uh, coaching someone earlier and he was telling me about your guys' video. The I think you made a video on how drums is the new Midas or something like that. Um, I don't know if that's one of your videos. He was telling me about it. Yeah, you and don't. someone uh, made it or he was just lying to me. Um, fucking liar. What's his name? Call him out. Nonetheless, <laughs> um, it made me think about how Bounty is basically can go drums and treat it like a Midas. And. He gets two for one, it's, essentially. It's
0: true. It's true. You get the stats, you get the movement speed, and then you're also stealing more gold. Dude, it, it, it's a dynamic that totally fucks... It's like, that's... It's gambler-level stuff. Like, it totally fucks up Dota to have some guy that has a gold steal mechanic. Because it's like, oh, now this item that usually does one thing does, like, three things for this hero. Okay. Well, now, of course, he's busted. She's getting, like, 1,400 or 4,500 gold worth of, worth of item for... Fifteen hundred.
1: The, the fact that phase boots gives him hasted movement speed with track and like a base of you know f- fifteen armor basically,
0: <laughs> not okay.
1: Yeah. Anyway,
0: you <laughs> fucking bounty hunter dude. Should have asked about bounty
2: dude. Like here was a spirit. we got tricked. I don't know. We got tricked. I,
1: I think in the lower level games though, you can just pick spear breaker and just charge him all the time cuz most bounty hunters in low level games will not build enough defensive items they'll be very squishy they'll go for deso. they'll go for like stupid shit like that and then as a spirit breaker you just run in you keep them tracked the whole time just buy dust at the beginning of the game and run them down
0: it's probably true i guess my only problem is that like like you said m- maybe in the Loiter games they won't like buy tanky items but i feel like you don't have enough damage on spirit like bounty is so tanky you need so much magic damage to kill him like a bat rider or some shit but then That's he just outruns game. a bat rider after he tracks him so you need like bat plus some lockdown for him, or to just focus the bounty, which sucks because you're focused on a supporter and offlaner. I don't know that hero's fucked. Let's just stop talking about it. <laughs> um, is Jug yes. still good?
2: Yes. Uh,
0: yeah I think he, I think he's good. I don't think he's like okay. busted. I think that he's a really. I think he's like a relatively well balanced uh, hero.
2: Thing I about think, Jug it, for me is he's so vi- like so useful in. So many situations that even games where he's counterpicked, he can still find ways to be useful. Whereas some other heroes, like counterpicked, can end up almost irrelevant.
0: Yeah, he's like a he's like a really uh, Mario sort of hero where you're you're just fine with having him on your team. You're never like, oh fuck, you pick Jug, that's so bad. But it's like an alchemist <laughs> or a specter, if you pick an alchemist or a, Spe- a specter, it's like you fuck it, we lost. But if you do it in the right game, it's good. With Jug, it's like yeah, we got a Jug. Um, I guess I guess my Big problem with Jug, which I mentioned in like a, the recent Heroes of the Week that I did, is basically that I see a lot more carries getting picked now, which is pushing the uh, pick the time that carries are getting picked back in the draft phase. Um, which it means that like these Mario heroes that can do a lot are less good because you can because you kind of want to pick like a Spectre late or you want to pick an ember spirit safe lane when it's uncountered. So basically just by virtue of the nerfs to jug and then the role becoming a much larger hero pool, I think that he's uh weaker but only cuz he's later in the draft and then obviously he's gotten nerfed a little bit. Yeah, but he's he's still good. He's still That's balanced.
1: my only thing is that he's just been nerfed in like 5 straight patches and so surely at this point there are better carry heroes to be picked. Yeah, because I think like
0: I think like lifesteal is still busted, troll is really good, Ursa is obviously busted, people are picking a lot of Morphling now, people are picking a lot of Razor. Um there's there's just like a lot of And most of those are
1: really good against Jug.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> would yeah. Yep, yep. But once again, you're still never gonna be like, Oh fuck, my Jug has lost the game. He'll he'll Did he'll you know by the way, sh-
1: that you can uh you can damage steal with razor while Jug is omni slashing you? Yes, yeah. the link still stays. Yeah, I just yep. discovered that today. It was pretty. You can weird.
0: also you can also like put attack speed modifiers on Jug before he omnis, and then yeah. he he omnis slower. So if you yeah. can like
1: fire, no, spear he I dispels am. them now. He dispels. Yeah, them. they changed because oh, because you could okay. get fire spirited, and then you would have yeah, one slash. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that that's that's good because that, that's kind of bullshit.
1: Yeah, that
0: is kind of bullshit. So I'm glad I'm glad they changed that. You know, I'm not a huge Jug fan, but it's just like if there's a bullshit mechanic in the game, that, that that's like straight bullshit. That's okay. like mana leak on caudal. I'm glad they removed that ability because it's not fucking fun. It's not fun to mana leak somebody unless you're a sadist. And it's not fun to get mana leak unless you're a <laughs> you're masochist.
1: masochist. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, you're just speaking from the pure offlaner perspective because you used to have to eat it so hard all the time. Yeah, and you, and, and you know what I would do? I would
0: pick fucking Night Stalker and I would literally just hunt. Even if it's game ring, I would hunt the caudal just out of, out of pure like hate, hatred. pure hatred. I don't care. Fuck Coddle. Hero. I like that he's not. He doesn't. Have, he's a fine hero. I'm okay. I, I think Mana Burn is the dumbest shit in Dota. It's so
1: boring. Here's okay. a here's a good question. Can you explain what casters mean when they say power spike?
0: Sure. Um, so a power spike is basically just a point in Dota where a hero, uh, say, completes an item, gets a certain level. It's just a certain timing where a hero is extremely powerful. Hence the power spike. And in general, the best teams will be the teams that do the best uh, to enable their heroes to have the earliest power spikes, and then they'll abuse them, and they'll also um, combine power spikes so that the timings match up. And if you just have better timings on your power spikes, you're doing it earlier, and you're combining more power spikes, your win probability just like goes up and up and up. Uh, and that's why Dota is just like infinitely complicated at the highest level, because there are so many permutations of like, oh, you can sacrifice a Spectre in lane and have her come back off of, like, Alina's power spike because she gets six and she's strong and makes space. Or you can have the Spectre get farm in the lane and then he power spikes with the ult. Like, there's so many ways that you can orchestrate a game that figuring out the best way to do it is, like, literally impossible. Even VP, there's, there's like, alterations you can make to their strategies and it would be better. It's just they're not literally AI. So... Um,
1: Yeah, I mean, the the video I made about VG VG Gaming at the Dream League was a very good illustration of them using power spikes. Like, they would hit a power spike in the first minute of every lane by enabling Paparazzi to get a couple of kills and then have a level advantage, and then they would enable their carry to take the mid-tower within the first, like, eight minutes of the game using the catapult wave to good effect, and then they'd enable a second tower push with the 10-minute catapult. Those are all power spikes for pushing and then like, they can snowball the game with power spikes on I- items that they get from the gold from towers.
0: A, pow- a power spike that I really like to hit now, uh, just because it's it's so strong, is having bassy plus a Medallion, uh, if possible, on like certain offlaners for the 4 minutes 30 seconds mark. Because then what I'll do is I'll turn the bassy on and push the wave with Medallion and spells, get the bounty runes, and then on the siege wave there will be a double wave, and I can push the tower with bassy Medallion. And Ninety percent of the time, it takes the tower, breaks the safe lane. My my safe laner goes to the top lane, and I go to the bot lane. And because I have Bassi Medallion, I'm constantly pushing out the lane and being unkillable. And so many games, I've just won by doing that. And I, you don't even need to play Dota. If, like you can hit if up if you can hit a good enough power spike, you don't really even need to play Dota. That's the thing with pubs. People don't know how to count. Like people kind of suck. So a lot of the time, you can just do one thing right in pubs and you'll fucking win. But if you're playing it, you know, competitive, and you and you do that, people will figure it out pretty quickly. And, and stop you from doing that, or or make a play elsewhere and let you do that, but get something else for it, you know?
2: I would also say that Power Spikes play in a lot to mid-lane matchups um, on the smaller scale, and that can be pretty devastating to lose certain matchups based on the Power Spike in the lane. Like, for example, Ember Spirit versus Rubik, it's super Rubik-sided, because you can just burn the shield if he goes to shield build, and you can prevent him from CSing, Sleight of Fist does less damage if he's Fade, Bolted, etc. But once Ember's 5, you can't purchase the shield anymore, for example, so the lane kind of turns around and knowing those kind of matchup knowledges at that kind of scale to level to level, even power spikes, um, can be really, really important for becoming an actual good mid laner.
0: Yeah, yeah uh, that's sure. it. That's even, even true in like side lanes. Like for, for instance, you know, if you can get Batrider to level two before Slark gets to level two, and he started with like stat steal first, you can literally win a bat versus Slark lane and Bat is a hero who can, you know, cut the first wave or push the first wave. Like you can actually set up the wave to give you that power spike, kill the slark, and then beat a slark versus uh w- with a bat rider, which otherwise would be like a total counter matchup. So, like you're saying, there are matchups that you can literally win that you shouldn't be able to just because you hit a power spike and the enemy lets you abuse it. Uh, okay. Let's see. in late game. Do you think unranked is good to practice, or should I play ranked? Uh, That's a good question.
1: you play unranked Uh, at all, Henry?
2: Yes, and I'm actually starting to play more and more unranked. Um, I'm the kind of person, my first game of the day is always terrible. It's super bad. I play super bad. My hands are cold. I didn't warm up. Um, I get nervous. Uh, Yeah, yeah, It's always bad. And so I've decided from now on, my first game of the day, especially because I'm on a grind to get 7k, um my first game from now on and has been is unranked every day and i think it's starting to help a lot so it's really good discipline and on top of that i'm trying to do a new like every week i'm learning a new hero so i'm trying to make that not learning because i know all the heroes at this point um but trying to excel like bring a new hero into my main hero pool as a mid laner so every week i'm trying to like play seven unranked games of one hero that i'm not like expert level in my mind or like my best level at, and by the end of the week, I'll have improved. That's kind of my goal. So, yes, I think unranked is important for improving. Because it gives you a carefree area where you can experiment and you can learn something without the pressure of playing your best.
1: Yeah, I think I need to start doing that, to be honest. Because I do so much fucking experimentation in Dota. Because like, I've been playing the game. I've probably been playing the game for longer than both of you guys combined. <laughs> like, if you include my Dota 1. Combined? Yeah, dude.
2: I'm at about three years, so...
1: Okay, well, I've literally been playing since the very first Dota 1 map ever came out in Warcraft 3, so, <laughs> you know. I've
0: played five, five years now, so. Yeah, I, I'm, you I'm, know, off and years, on going on about
1: 14, so fuck both of you, and <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyway, like, I I always find myself being like, you know what? what if I did this on this hero that nobody's ever done before for good reason, you know? And and then I do that in ranked and I do that in ranked for like five games because I'm like stubborn as shit. And I'm like, I'm going to make this work (laughs) and then it doesn't work. And I'm like, well shit. Now I'm like, you know, five to 10 hours down in terms of my MMR grind towards where I want to (laughs) be.
0: God, dude, I know this is so controversial, but this is why I love smurfing. Let me tell you, oh my God, I do this every week, but let me tell you a story. I've tried to get like divine accounts to Immortal before. Um, and I like, I can't, I, I, I couldn't do it when I was doing it uh, for reasons that I would care about the games. But when hard, I, essentially, when I was tryharding, right. But when I go, when I, when I play on like my big farting account, which, you know, technically <laughs> it's a smurf, but big farting, it's kind of my alter ego. It's kind of like Batman, Superman sort of thing, you know, Batman one day, Superman the other day. Uh, I think that's in the comics. But uh, basically, I, I went from I went from Divine to Immortal in a month, which I get it. That's not that impressive because I'm a fucking rank whatever player, so I should be able to do that. But I couldn't do that before, and I could do it a couple of months ago. And I was playing on like 100-something ping at my mother-in-law's house with packet loss. So it wasn't a good context to play Dota. But the reason that I was able to do that is because I didn't fucking care. If somebody was threatening to feed, I'd say, D- dude, go, for-. I'd laugh at them, I'd have a good time because I'm just trying, to- I was literally just trying to fucking have fun and play Dota. I was at my mother-in-law's house, it was really hard for me to play, and I was just like, man, I gotta play this fucking game. Like, I wanna play Dota. You know, you go two to three days, as a Dota act, without playing Dota, and it's like a hunger. It's like festering inside of me, and it's like, kill, kill your mother-in-law, kill your, you know, kill your girlfriend.' <laughs> tell me all these things, and that's it's like, not I very hate- batman <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that, You're that, literally no. the Joker, dude. <laughs> No, it's just like these voices, you know, and obviously you guys experience it too as Dota players, uh, these voices tell me do all these bad things uh, I need to play Dota. See, this makes it sound like it was all a joke, but I actually <laughs> was, I won I a lot. And it's just because I didn't fucking care. Like that I, yeah. I think I think having uh I think having an account where you can go and uh it, it honestly like builds confidence too. Like it's if you play unranked and you do well and you're just in this environment where you can like release stress, you can go and play on your main or play in ranked and it's it's a lot easier, like when you're warmed up, when you're just feeling confident, and when you just like had fun because you didn't care. Like you're less invested. The worst I play is when I've lost like three games in a row. I've argued with people. I'm just fucking mad. And, and it's you like, play another, yeah. And then I play another, and I and I actually play worse. It's like I'm not a worse player. Well, technically, you kind of are. Like if you're fucking angry, you just play bad. Even if your team was shit in the previous three games, like you're you just play bad. So it's really good to have something to to put you into like a good. Um, Mental, mental state, you know, whether it's unranked or jerking off or whatever you want to do.
2: Anyway, let's go into the next question. Dressing up as Batman and doing both.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jerking off while playing Dota with one hand. That's where those meepo scripts come in handy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: (laughs) I got the auto jungle
1: unlock. God, do we
0: do? Do we get into that? (laughs) Should we get into that? Just to just to end it, end out the. The conversation here, well, the Meepo scripts.
1: Well, we, we can talk about. It. Let's take one more question. Okay, we've one been more going question. For like forty okay. minutes or so. We don't want to keep Henry ADD all night. He's got to go. He's got to go That's grind true. some MMR.
0: Henry's ADD kicking in. He's looking bored. <laughs> That's
2: <what he's laughs> just, <what? laughs> No, I was just on Pornhub looking at Batman. Sorry. Okay, got you, got
0: you. Did you see any of my videos? Or anyway, um, okay. So yeah, let's... but they're
2: nineteen ninety nine. I don't. I can't afford that.
0: Yeah. So. Well, you know. Yeah. I also YouTube take... revenue these don't... days dota plus uh, dota plus gold so
1: um, yeah
0: i know you got a i know you're fucking rolling in that especially with all the Meepo games you've been winning but uh what's the worst losing streak you guys have ever been in oh my fucking god this is actually like more than
1: 15 less than 20 yeah probably about the same but i've definitely lost like 25 out of 27 there's like you know back to back minus 15ers or something like that with like one or two wins in between yeah I've I've had I've
0: had like 50, fifteen losses in a row, and it's usually incredibly fucking embarrassing. Where I just become like a really awful person. Yeah. Um. I don't like you know call people like race racial slurs or something like that. But if if somebody like pings me, I'll be like fuck off. I'm gonna feed my items. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> if, if if somebody's an asshole, I will explode on them in a way where it's like. They were an asshole, but it's still unacceptable to explode on somebody like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll literally play from fucking 5 PM to literally 5 PM the next day. Like <laughs> I will stay up all night where it's like I'm only I'm gonna play until I win literally all of my MMR back. And a lot of the time it happens, but then it fucks over my life. So that's like not a good trade-off sometimes it is sometimes it feels pretty good but yeah it's uh a lot of the times you just catch yourself at like the third loss where you start feeling like that and you just don't lose that MMR and you just play next day when you actually want to play that's like the easiest way to gain MMR is to not lose it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, Henry has nice eyebrows says so chip Jones dude chips hidden on you you got you got some solid eye- you got some solid brows
1: yeah, they're, very, they're very expressive
0: <sighs> I think I think I think pro- <laughs> probably donnie
2: has the worst brows out of the three of us
1: yeah they're clicking i didn't know people glasses.
2: i didn't know brows were such a sexual feature until recently
0: i i didn't know that either um until they were so ship,
2: sexualized you know ship jones just, he's you know. just one of them there's many of them who come there's a lot of them
0: out that. there brow fetishists so yeah
2: seriously on my stream that's like the number one compliment i get it's that and are you high P you <laughs> <laughs> You and Brax, dude, you
0: and Brax have like the constantly high dead on the, dead on the inside, like doesn't give a fuck sort of look. <laughs> no, no offense, but people also sexualize jawlines for men. I don't know what that's about, but they really like the pr- pronounced jawlines, like square jawlines. I don't know. I always get that people say that I look like a uh, heroin addicted Julian Casablanca's from like the early 2000s. And honestly, like when he. Way fucking sexier than me, so yeah, I'll,
1: I mean, I'll take it. <sighs> All right. Well, um, let's uh, we cut it there. We should probably let Henry go. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll give her.
2: Um, I wanted to answer one more question. Actually, yeah,
1: go for it, man. Um, you're, so, you're the guest; you pick it.
2: Yeah, I had it, but I don't know where the guy is. So let me find his question. His question was, what's to do with Meepo as super late game, or Meepo in super late game? Um, <clears throat> lose. There's, yeah, lose is one of them. But there's like two or three things that I think are really important if you're playing Meepo in super late game. The first is Roche Control needs to be like absolutely imperative. And then at some point, the game becomes um, you go for a kill, and any kill you go for, you die as a trade because it just takes too long to kill heroes, and everyone has travels and things like this. Um basically what I would recommend is play around buybacks. Like you need to be willing to throw away your life to either force a buyback or get a kill where they don't have a buyback and then instantaneously buyback. That for me is the biggest way because basically every kill, once you get like 40, 50, 60 minutes into the game, any kill you make, you die as a trade. And so you need to be very conscientious of who has buyback and who doesn't and try and orchestrate, you know, construct 4v5 situations with kills based on your buyback and the enemy team's buybacks. Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I try and do.
0: Meepo also is like one of the best built-in takers in the late game. Just shred the enemy base in like split half a second. Push, yeah. yeah, so if, if you can kill them without buyback or you split push when they're fighting somewhere else, that's how you can definitely. I've seen a lot of Meepos, I'm not a Meepo player myself, but I've seen a lot of Meepos end the game by, by doing that. They just like racks you because yeah. you're fighting somewhere else. <clears throat>
2: I'm like, I, this month, I'm like 13-0 on Meepo. And I think three or four of those games are super late games where we just went in a situation where I used my back my buyback to kill someone who had bought back earlier. And then the game's just 4v5. We just win. Okay. Yeah, sounds
1: about cool. right. Cool. All right. Um, well, thank you, Henry, for joining us for this episode of Alchemy Answers. Um, thank you, guys. You, you want to tell the chat where they can find you and follow you? You can, um, can sell for about, about here. No, I'm just <laughs> um,
2: My Twitch is twitch.tv slash Henry. I stream almost every night, um, like this time, basically, uh, nighttime US East time. YouTube.com slash raw Dota. I try and post a video every day, but I'm pretty bad at it. And Twitter.com slash Henry Dota 2. That's pretty much it. Right
1: on. Thanks for watching, guys. All right. Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks for the questions. And we'll see you uh, probably for a replay review stream on Thursday. So, peace out.
2: Awesome. Thank you.